Welcome to our first Follow Me podcast. We hope to initiate conversations that will equip and train people to disciple and evangelize just as Jesus commands. Today, I'm here with Jeff and Carly Barner, our missionary partners in Athens with Crew. So Jeff and Carly, uh, welcome. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here on our first episode. Uh, there's no pressure, so... <laughs> Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you guys came to be in ministry. Sure. Yeah, I, uh, well, I'm Jeffrey. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm from San Bernardino, California. I lived on a few naval bases, uh, and mostly in Southern California, but grew up, I would say my hometown, San Bernardino, California, uh, felt from like an early age, uh, called a missions, though I didn't know what it looked like. Uh, so yeah, kind of carried that with me always. But when I went to college at Cal State Fullerton, I was, uh, I was pretty successful in a worldly sense. I did well in school, had like my job lined up after college, but the Lord really did a work in my heart and, uh, really kind of set a fire in my soul to be a missionary and serve him. Awesome. Carly, what about you? I am from Cleveland, Ohio, or that area around there, and then went to OU, so a lot less exciting than Jeffrey, but (laughs) um, then it wasn't, I never thought about ministry after school um, until I got involved with the organization that we work for now, Crew, Um, and they were the ones that really... I think showed me what it was like to be discipled and to walk with the Lord no matter what stage you're in. And so that really pushed me to want to help others learn how to walk with the Lord in college, after college, and really multiply their lives. So that was kind of where I was first introduced to missions and then kind of entered into missions too. Were you guys raised in Christianity, or is that something that you came to know more of in college? Yeah, I was, but I would say it wasn't until college that I had, like, a deeper understanding of what that was. I more, like, knew the the basics and the rules, but it wasn't until college that I learned about the relationship side. Okay. Yep, my dad came home... My dad was in the Navy, and so he came back from a deployment, and I was in the third grade, and he was a Christian, and he forced my brother and I to convert <laughs> on the spot, and then uh, we had to read our Bibles every day, yeah. and it was around middle school. I really felt myself believing okay. in God and Christ and all that, so I'd say that's when I started following the Lord, and uh, that was pretty much it from growing up in a okay. Christian household. Okay, Carly, I heard you say that you guys are working with Crew now. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about Crew and kind of what you guys do to serve the Lord there in Athens. Yeah. So it was formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ. That's what a lot of people know it as. Um, But we're a college ministry, and so our heart is to reach college students um, and that everyone would know someone that truly knows Jesus. So we do like a three-step system, win, build, send, which most, I would say, the church does a similar thing. (laughs) Um, 
you just want to introduce people to Jesus and then you want to build them up in their faith and then you want to send them out so that they can multiply their life and continue to walk on like a firm foundation after school. Um, and so that looks differently day to day as a breakdown. Um, we do like outreaches to the students. We have a ton of Bible studies across campus, um, discipleship, and what else? Weekly meetings. Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We Ministry will. doesn't stop. Yeah. There's no like nine to five thing on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I would say our staff know that to be very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff Free, so tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about how you guys got involved in, in going to summer missions and then yeah. maybe dive into this past summer where you went and kind of how everything unfolded. Oh, yeah. Uh, so as students, we went on summer missions, loved them. Uh, but on staff, part of your summer assignment uh, is to go on a summer mission and help lead and shepherd the students either at a stateside location or overseas. And so this past summer was our first partnership summer with Slovakia. For years, we've been going to Slovenia, but the point of going to these places is that we're able to raise up, help raise up a movement with the local believers there with the local churches and then you know then it's just independent so we got to celebrate Slovenia going independent and then we started a new partnership with Slovakia so we really wanted to be a part part of that for the first for the first ever missions trip there and Mm -hmm. helped lead that Uh, Carly was like the female co-leader of it Uh, a lot of us yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like a lot um helped in in making the it team, possible team to go effort. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and the the hope there is similar to in the US we just want to share the gospel with as many students as we can and help raise up yeah a movement there where they're able to then do it themselves mm-hmm. yeah so part of the if i understand correctly mm-hmm. part of your summer mission you take college students with you mm-hmm. yeah. and you help send them out on their day-to-day activities right yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah so we had about 30 <coughs> people all together that's a big one yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people in yeah in another country it feels a little bit more uh, significant uh, <laughs> yeah uh, and it was, I mean, this year was so crazy. It was clear God was at work and we were just going out there to plug in to whatever they had going on. And so, uh, yeah, when I got there, met, met some guy that was kind of like our target demographic for outreach with the university students and got to know him, built a relationship with him, was able to share the gospel with him. He invited us out to hang out with his friends and then we got to share the gospel with all of them as well. One of them happened to be a college student from New York City that was like out visiting. And, coincidence. Uh, yeah. yeah. No such thing as mm-hmm. coincidence. And that, it just, that just wasn't the only story like that from the summer. And it was almost instantaneous from when our like, plane landed overseas. Yeah. Just... Uh, it didn't it didn't even feel like steps of faith it just felt like we walked outside and the lord was like okay here you go go yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so that was really cool yeah really really cool 
you guys also met some challenges this summer mm-hmm. on on mission. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that, um, like how it all came to fruition mm-hmm. and just about that process and your journey. Yeah. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll start. Uh, so it went from like this high uh, of just crazy, just evangelistic missionary like stories. I'm like, holy smokes, this all happened in a span of like five days from when we landed there. But on day six, I got really sick. Um, and I was down. I thought I thought it was like a European form of COVID that was way stronger than anything I experienced <laughs> back here. Um, but all the tests were negative. It was just so strange. But I was sick for a week and then uh, got over it, but I was just so fatigued. I was so beat, so beat up. I was tired all the time. And I was really kind of slugging my way through the rest of the missions trip, through the rest of uh, the outreaches. And then one day, like, I was getting off a bus, and it was hard to get off the bus. I'm like, that's weird. Um, Then I noticed my eyes were kind of going out of focus, Uh and things started to become blurry. I'm like, wow, what is going on? And then sure enough... um, I got double vision and it was like really hard to just see clearly. I was uh, physically getting sick again, like I once, like I was in the beginning of the summer and I lost my ability to walk. And then uh, my head started to go numb, like paralyzed on top of just like excruciating pain. Uh, Yeah, and it became hard to chew and swallow. And uh, so I ultimately ended up in a Slovak hospital, um, and they had to take care of me, run a bunch of scary tests on me, and luckily they came down to it was uh, a syndrome called Miller-Fisher syndrome, a form of Mm Guillain-Barre, and uh, the summer mission ended, and we were still in Slovakia Mm -hmm. uh, while all that was going on. Um, and it was clear, like, the Lord's hand was in all that. Yeah. But Carly got to experience, like, a <laughs> lot of that because I was just so physically out of it. I couldn't eat, right. talk, walk, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was strapped to a bed while mm-hmm. new, new uh, antibodies were being pumped into right. my body. And so, yeah, there's a thing with our security company that Carly totally had mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah. And, was... Yeah. So she was stranded in Slovakia with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It definitely was unexpected, but um, yeah, like Jeffrey said, it was clear the Lord was working. I think when we go on mission trips, you can think of like, this is the holy thing I'm doing, or like, God will definitely be in this, but then other things you're like, you see it as separate, Yeah. but we really got to see that like, no, God cares about these Slovak students and us mm-hmm. reaching them, and he cares about us in this situation too, and yeah. how we respond and how we treat the, you know, um, doctors and right. things like that. And so it felt really clear. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible at making decisions. I like <laughs> it, it just is known, like, I'm bad at it. Um, and so. I had to make a lot of decisions that felt really weighty, Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know exactly 
yeah, what to do because Jeffrey wasn't, you know, coherent to choose Mm -hmm. them. And so I chose, like, a really big one was, like, I chose to go fly us home Mm -hmm. uh, for... Jeffrey had to get, like, a five-day treatment. For the antibodies. Yes, Yes. yeah. And so basically his disease was progressing it was continuing to like attack his nervous system Mm -hmm. and so the doctor was like he needs to get this right away or else like it will start to like shut his breathing down so I'm like well let's go to the U.S. and get it um just because care looks different here and so that's what I planned and then I started to like regret that decision because Jeffrey was like clearly deteriorating Mm -hmm. very quickly and I was like oh my gosh we're gonna be on like a 10-hour flight and I have to get a ambulance right from the airport and it it just was starting to build up of like I think I made the wrong choice and as I'm thinking about this I like randomly look at my email I guess that's what I do to relax. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I look and I saw our flight was, the actual flight wasn't canceled, but our tickets were canceled. And there was like no reason for that. All it said was like, we canceled your seats and your money is being refunded. Mm -hmm. And then quickly after that, we were given another option for treatment in Vienna that we were like, oh my gosh, this would be perfect. And as Jeffrey kind of described, we had another complicated um, thing happen with our insurance team that was supposed to figure out the treatment plan for us, um, which didn't end up happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it felt really clear as like all these things were so clearly being shut down Mm -hmm. like the lord knew where he was supposed to be and like cared yeah I never felt more cared for by Mm -hmm. the lord than in those moments when I was like I I can't make these decisions and I'm trying and I'm picking the wrong option (laughs) so uh yeah just seeing the lord's hand in that was Mm -hmm. really big but really like we've never been in a situation like that before um especially in a a different country right that all adds a whole different level yeah complicated Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. so and I if you were to ask Jeffrey and I at the beginning of this summer like I was the one that wanted to go like I have been wanting to go overseas for years and then COVID hit and Mm -hmm. Uh, so it felt like this really, like, it was coming to, you know, finally be, and then it, it didn't look like what I thought it, yeah, it was gonna look like, um, and so even wrestling with, with that at times, Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Now, Jeffrey, when you were in the hospital, Mm -hmm. what, like, what was going through your mind? Because you couldn't do anything, but... And obviously, so during COVID over there, Carly mm-hmm. wasn't able to be in the hospital mm-hmm. with you. So that added a whole nother layer of, yeah. you know, just complication to your guys' situation. But what was yeah. kind of running through your head? Yeah, there's, uh, I'll start with like the scarier things. In Like right in the beginning, it was, it was, uh, it was scary. It was in there for about eight days. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at first they just told me I had a bunch of like terminal or a lifelong <laughs> things and that was it's just like oh man uh so just kind of like coming to grips with that it was really sad first time I ever had to deal with something like that and uh you know praise god that wasn't the case mm -hmm. and then when I found out it was just this temporary thing um but I was in the stages of it advancing and like the hardest parts of it it was just physically really painful yeah and um at its worst uh my I wouldn't be able to like swallow or breathe mm -hmm. by myself and swallowing was like already hard and uh I just want to say like my care there was top notch they they loved me so well uh it <laughs> how was they know how yeah <laughs> or you know how yeah. been trained to do and uh yeah bedside manner probably isn't just a big thing in eastern europe yeah. in general and the facilities probably didn't have the same sort of funding right that i would get here in mm -hmm. the u.s so things are a little bit tougher uh if i wanted to like get drinking water i had to like go to the bathroom to right. you know get it and uh you know the food wasn't always great and i couldn't like chew or swallow so it's not like yeah. things are being catered like to me and uh this one night so i kind of didn't have like a lot of hope in what was available but one night when i was i was thinking wow it's beginning it's starting to sorry it's beginning to become hard to breathe mm -hmm. and so hit my like nurse button, calling my nurse, tell her my face is like going fully numb. Uh, yeah, it's getting hard to breathe. Tell her all that. And it just language barrier. She just yeah. doesn't understand any of it. She's like, ah. and it's, <laughs> and it's like super late. Like no one's in there. I'm like, holy smokes. If, uh, if I like, you know, if I stop breathing, I don't know if they'll have ventilators for me here. I don't know if they have that in this hospital. Uh, so just kind of sitting there thinking and it was scary so kind of reflected on everything the lord had brought me through up until that point and uh just how he changed changed my life in college and uh the adventure that he took me on i mean that's ultimately what i wanted when i went to school and the lord showed me that there was no adventure greater than following him mm -hmm. uh so it was really cool to think about all the guys that I got to work with, got to disciple, got to go on missions trips with in the past. I mm -hmm. thought um, how just weeks earlier I was sharing the gospel with these uh, university students in Slovakia and just how wild my time there was even. And I uh, could look back and just just think, wow, this is everything that God had in store for me. I'm so glad I said yes to him. I'm mm -hmm. so glad I said yes to his call and, and ministry. And uh, I just had so much confidence in that bed and everything that the Lord had given me. I was most sad, like, if I stopped breathing, of course, I wouldn't be here Carly <laughs> anymore. That was probably, like, the biggest bummer. But uh, I was just like, holy smokes. Like, I, if, you know, if, it's, if tonight is the night, I did it. I ran the race. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, let's go. I was so excited. That was, I knew there'd be crowns for me on the other end uh -huh. of things, but <laughs> it just had so much confidence in everything like the Lord did um, with my life. And so went to bed with just so much encouragement, mm -hmm. so much peace. Then I woke up the next day. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, survived. And uh, now what? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. And so I, I carried that through. I, 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 I couldn't move. Obviously, I couldn't move. But I would think of uh, Bible Bible stories. Mm-hmm. I would think of like the beggars that would just reach out for Jesus for his healing. I would think of verses and just get life from them. I would uh, I would sing like I'd sing like worship songs and uh, it was really cool experiencing kind of like how in the Psalms just singing praise to God is enough to have mm-hmm. you know your life be filled or give you the energy mm-hmm. to keep going and it was pretty powerful to just just be filled yeah. just just be filled off a song and meditating on God's glory and God's goodness and uh, that was actually a really sweet time. Um, yeah. Uh, but I was super excited to get out of there. Um, yeah, then I came back home and was still in a lot of pain, and I was back in the hospital in Cleveland before I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's kind of everything yeah. I was, like, going through in there. Yeah, that's so cool, though, because, you know, we're always told, you know, God is your hope, and mm-hmm. this is what you need to set your mind and your heart on. But we're so busy, especially here in the U.S. It's just like, we got to go, we got to go. We got to check our schedule and do this. But you're laying there and you're reflecting and you're like brought peace and you're filled with Mm -hmm. the delight of the Word of God. That's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. But how are you doing now, now that you're back and (laughs) working your way back into ministry? What's that like? Okay. So physically doing a lot better. I Once about a month and a half. After everything, I had so much more increased mobility, and now it was like, uh, okay, now I got to get, like, my frail self to just, like, I got to become, like, sturdy again. <laughs> and so had, I've had plenty of time to sort of work towards that. And it's been hard in a process, but the Lord's been good through it. Um, so I could, I could talk, like, more clearly now. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty bad stutter when I came back. I can think and process things now. Couldn't do that for a little while. I'm, I'm moving around, which is awesome. Probably more than I should be moving around. But I'm moving yeah, around. And, oh. uh, in the basement. And uh, I can see a lot far, farther. I know I'm wearing an eye patch, but that's just so my eyes don't look cross-eyed uh, in, this, <laughs> in this video. But I'd be able to see you okay. um, and the wall pretty clearly. Okay. Um, but things are still doubled up. I don't have much mobility, like looking side to side or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, doing that and praise God, when I was in the hospital bed, I was just I was just mourning the fact that I wouldn't be able to like help out with our our band back yeah. on campus. And I'm like, oh gosh, Lord, please, wouldn't just give me the opportunity to go back there and help them. Uh, like praise God, I was totally able to just I was able to stand and I was able to be present and. I was able to like help out that worship, the worship band, um, and so that that's what a lot of my ministry looked like. Okay. Entering into that and uh, coaching that, of course, Carly was a part of that too because she drove me everywhere <laughs> and uh, took care of me the whole time. But that that was really sweet. And crew, I say they forced me on medical leave, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I technically wasn't like allowed to be doing anything uh, so anything I did was voluntary right. but it was so exciting to be able to do it um, and you know I praise God that I was able to do yeah. that as well but for Carly it's way different yeah what has it yeah. been like for you coming back and transitioning and 
um, getting back in with the girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's been good. It's been different than what I thought it would be like. Kind of like what Jeffrey was saying, we were both like tired when we came back, but like so ready and wanting mm-hmm. to get back into ministry because we just had this experience where we're like, the Lord is awesome. Like yeah. you could die tomorrow. Like we felt really pushed forward. So it felt like this hard balance of like, I I want to enter in, but also I feel really tired. So it felt like a new season for me of rest, which mm-hmm. I'm not one to typically <laughs> rest. But the Lord showed me a lot through like what good rest could look like yeah. and productive rest, not just watching TV rest exactly. or yeah, like the rest of your body, but like the rest of your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that had a lot to do with, yeah, the people that came around us and the scripture we were reading. And I mean, I felt like a lot of what we did when we came home was just sing worship songs, mm-hmm. um, which was like a new way that yeah. we connected with the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Stepped in and helped led the women's leader Bible study okay. on campus. So all the leaders lead their own Bible studies, and then they have their own Bible study okay. that I help lead. Okay. And so that's where we just we help develop them and okay. connect with them. And then I got to come alongside two older girls that... We're getting close to graduation um, and got to walk with them through this semester. And it was really sweet. I think it was a time where we both were able to process, like, we're in a new season. Like, how can we, like, give this to the Lord as Mm -hmm. it looks unexpected? Like, they weren't getting jobs they expected to be getting. And, you know, things looked different. And my season of life looked different than Mm -hmm. I thought. And so... I think this was the first time I looked at, yeah, discipleship in, like, I've always, like, train, 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 and, like, I think that's so good and so needed, but this felt more like we're going to sit and, like, talk about Mm -hmm. on the daily how we're giving things to the Lord and how he's, you know. Felt like relationship. Yeah, yeah, and so it was a really sweet time with them. Okay. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit? You briefly mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Um, but how are you guys trained to share the gospel uh, yeah. in your crew training? That is just a little, some few specifics. Yeah. Yeah. We would say there's three main modes of evangelism. So body mode, natural mode, and ministry mode. So body mode is like inviting someone into the body, into your community. And I think of the verse where it says like, they'll know us by our our love. And so it's like they're able to experience Christ through the body of Christ. Um, And so that's one way. And then the second is natural, which is like through life, through class, through being neighbors, through some like next to someone, um, you're able to like have conversations that lead to spiritual things. Okay. 
And then last is ministry mode. And that's um, where you are talking with strangers or uh-huh. going out and doing um, more of the initiative, active evangelism right that's um, i feel like that's typically what people yeah. would say yeah. they hear evangelism and they're like you're going up to yes. a random person saying yeah do you know jesus yeah. totally yeah. and i there are things we are trained in and teach for that cover all three of them yeah. like something we teach is like good listening skills mm-hmm. and ways to listen to a conversation where you're like, oh, their answer wasn't just, uh, I'm fine. It was, oh, there's something deeper, you know? How can I, like, be a good listener and answer well and care well for people? Um, But we also, I brought some things. um, (laughs) The Knowing God Personally booklet, which is just the the gospel in four points. Um, that this is, if someone was like, tell me about Jesus, Mm -hmm. this is what I would go through with them. Okay. And it just, it states God loves them, we're sinners, Jesus died for us, and that he invites us to accept him. Right. Um, and so this is like, I love using this because it has scripture Mm -hmm. with each point. Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like the... There's kind of a stigma about mm-hmm. gospel tracts or yeah. booklets yeah. now, but really, it's it, they can be so useful mm-hmm. because they're small, they're simple, and yeah. it's spelled out for you. You don't have to mm-hmm. necessarily have everything mm-hmm. memorized. You can just yeah. literally, like you said, walk through it mm-hmm. with somebody. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. These yeah. feel super, like, I. you even just memorize the points uh-huh. of, like, if I'm in a a natural mode where I'm just Mm -hmm. talking to my neighbor and something comes up, I know the four points in this where, like, I can tell them God loves you, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And so these even have helped me in the other modes. Um, And students respond really well to these. They're never like, what is that? Uh, And then this also is a fun thing we use. They're called perspective cards. Um, And they're kind of like a multiple choice five question questionnaire using cards. So all of these, this is like one question and they would pick which one they most identify with. So that's just a fun way to get people to think about spiritual things. Okay. So if I were to go up to a student at school randomly uh-huh. and be like, hey, will you, like, uh, answer a five-question questionnaire with me? It's about okay. spiritual things, and uh, it's about life, and I just I love hearing people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, 95% of people say yes. And then once they go through their answers, I always ask if I'm like could I share what I would have yeah and then we're we're moving into more of a conversation yeah um where I'm able to share the gospel but those are more like official ways right (laughs) to use tools (laughs) um but there's so many ways I think when I think about my personal life 
like my neighbors are people that I really try to pursue mm-hmm. and especially during Christmas yeah. it's really a time you can start to think about okay what are some ways I can like think through questions to yeah. ask them what traditions did you do when you were uh-huh. like little and celebrated Christmas or was it a important thing to you yeah. growing up why is that um and I think just Going beneath the surface questions mm-hmm. is what I've found to be a way that people, like, they want to go deeper. Yeah, they want to talk. And yeah. people probably don't generally ask them those questions. Yeah. So if you show the interest, then they're going to, like, grab at it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But that's awesome. Are those, like, your primary approaches or tactics? Or maybe, Jeffrey, if you have oh. favorites of, mm-hmm. of yeah. a different... If and, not, I know you th- uh, I threw you on the spot. No, no, you did. Yeah, so, yeah, Carr went through, like, the whole, like, tactics on, like, approaching. But I would say I think about the training that we get. Okay. Tons of, uh, t- like, our seminary courses that we mm-hmm. have to take while being on crew staff. Not only that, uh, just different trainings and, uh, like, educational milestones we yeah. have to, like, achieve um, in order to stay on staff, but then like also like push through, there's right. a lot of just that mandatory grab us by the hand sort of training mm-hmm. stuff we do do. Um, and then like learning how to use those tools uh, is good training, but then also just like accountability and being mm-hmm. in the field yeah. and uh, not not being passive. And uh, yeah, we have a military a guy that does military ministry on our team. Mm-hmm. And I always think of him whenever I don't want to do something. He always <laughs> says, hmm, that sounds like an excuse. <laughs> and uh, that's so that's kind of like my things. Uh, I always think of that when it comes to training, but in outreach and tactics. Uh, Carly brought it up a lot. Uh, throughout the year, there's so many students that seek us out. Uh-huh. And uh, when students seek us out, they're usually asking for stuff that makes it pretty easy to yeah. dig into, mm-hmm. like, knowing who God is personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Carly said, 95% of the students, it feels like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you about my beliefs and yeah. things mm-hmm. I've made up, you know, and yeah. things I've, like, learned but don't quite understand. Right. Was it hard to learn how to be in relationship and kind of nav- navigate those conversations? Because you're talking to mm-hmm. mostly college students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that age group, mm-hmm. was that weird or was it kind of natural? Because you guys yeah. entered crew, I don't know what exact oh, yeah. age you were, but yeah. did it feel natural or what was that like? Yeah. When I was in college, it was just like easy. It's like, all right, here's my peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, now it's like still easy. I feel like I've gotten so many different responses that nothing surprises me yeah. and or damages me at this point. But it's like, uh, yeah, enter, entering into that space, sometimes it is difficult to like relate to mm-hmm. students just purely based on how closed off they are, yeah. uh, kind of understand or what they don't understand what I'm saying or mm-hmm if the student like trusts me or not. But then sometimes it's miraculously easy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's a divine appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whether or not like they could care less about God or mm-hmm. are really interested mm-hmm. in the Christian yeah. faith. Yeah. Yeah. What about for you? Is it I mean, because in my experience I'd probably say that 
the ladies are a little bit more talkative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong, but has it been easy for you to navigate those conversations? And Yeah. I, we entered ministry right after college, so it did feel like a little bit of a switch of, like, I'm mm-hmm. not in college anymore. Like, we got married right out of college, so then it was like, wait, you're married? Like, <laughs> um but just being able to be like, no, I experienced the yeah. same things you did, like, less than a year ago, you know. But even right. now, as we're a little bit more removed, I think we just all have, you know, the same heart mm-hmm. desires, the same uh, idols that we might look to. Right. And so... They're really, they want to know the Lord. They might not know it in the moment, but they want it. And Mm -hmm. so, you're right, girls like to talk. And so, (laughs) we can sit and talk about whatever, and then bringing it to spiritual things can be, I mean, in some cases, easier than others. Mm -hmm. But uh, I find they're never, like, taken back or okay. anything yeah. when like I we're pretty open about like we want to be known on campus right. of mm-hmm. like so that they can come to us mm-hmm. especially we did Greek ministry and mm-hmm. so we wanted to right. be known in the houses of for who we were so that right uh they, they knew where to go yeah, yeah. Could come to us with those things yeah. so that's awesome so even though you work mainly with college students, mm-hmm. is it easy to transition all of those things that you know <laughs> and those conversations mm-hmm. and your tools to mm-hmm. any age group, whether they're, you know, seven years old or 70 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So is it, does it span across all of the lines? Kind of what's that like? Yeah, I, I mean, everything we learned, it definitely, it does. It translates <laughs> over. Uh, what I have found with, uh, there's just, there's just some things that like sin is so deceptive and like evil and, um, just, uh, kind of realizing things that take the place of like the Lord Mm -hmm. that just aren't, you know, going to be idols in the life of a college student, but they're idols in the life of, uh, you know, the normal, like working adult and, um, it's stuff that's just a little bit like more weightier yeah. and heavier. Mm-hmm. And I know I don't feel like I'm skilled or like trained <laughs> up enough. I can identify it and like point it out. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, I know it'd be hard to uh, feel confident, like stepping forward, like speaking truth into it, mm-hmm. though I feel like I'm due, due to do that one right. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just... I, I see guys that minister to people with, like, marital problems, financial yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, they're just super lukewarm faith and have been right. at it for the longest time and just mm-hmm. kind of just do this ghost walk. And, right. Um, dealing with just significant loss and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. It's uh, I definitely don't feel like I'm, I have enough wisdom or anything like mm-hmm. that. Though I feel like I have the groundwork. To be right. there one day, <laughs> yeah, that's where I felt some. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I don't know if I would say I disagree, but I do. <laughs> like the gospel translates to anyone at any time, going through anything. Mm-hmm. It's how you, like, 
share it. Yeah. And so, like, you're not going to use maybe the the bigger words with a seven-year-old. Exactly, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that anyone that knows the gospel can, you know, share it with yeah. someone. Um, but even, like, yeah, our testimonies are, like, what we often use mm-hmm. with students. And right. I think those could easily be used with other people mm-hmm. um, of other ages. Yeah. And so... I, yeah, I think there's, we definitely know the ins and outs of college students, right. but it is something that, like, yeah, anyone could, yeah. yeah. The gospel transcends, yeah. that's sort of, like, yeah. the gospel transcends mm-hmm. culture and ages yeah. and all of those things. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. But, so, knowing that, what's on the horizon for you guys' mm-hmm. ministry? Where are you yeah. headed? So... Where we're headed, headed back to Slovakia to, uh, I wanted to go back when I was in the hospital bed uh-huh. just to finish being a part of what I was a part of last summer mm-hmm. um, and just really trust in the Lord with that. I want to continue to kind of re-engage with students uh, and help shepherd our movements at Marietta College and Ohio University. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, equip those students the best I can as I'm becoming more independent as time goes on. And then also, we're just, we're currently, we've recommitted to ministry and uh, for uh, committed like trainings, whether it be like through crew or through seminary courses, Mm -hmm. uh, continue training through that. And uh, we just want to do it well. So we're looking to add like 40 new supporters to okay. our team. And uh, yeah, we started probably like a week and a half ago. And uh, now we just need 35 to, <laughs> to hit that. Yeah, we're on to hit that. Yeah, so, but that's, that's what we're up to. Did I leave anything mm-hmm. out? No, yeah. So we're trying to build a strong foundation for our, our ministry. Okay. Yeah. So how can the church support you as you guys kind of move forward? Okay, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one, if people will be like, oh, wow, we're really excited about what you guys do or want to partner with us and be a part of that, just totally reach out to us. <laughs> and we would love to grab lunch with you or coffee with you or dinner with you somewhere, share more about our ministry and invite the person to be on our team. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking, oh, I can't financially join, but I know others that would want to be, you know, want to be a part of something like that, mm-hmm. uh, please send us like, uh, yeah, send us their way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but just in general, um, when I came, when we first did this whole support raising thing, and just wanted to report, it was all about like getting there as fast as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we noticed like some people would like drop off, but the people that have stayed with us have really felt like such a team. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, oh man, it felt like there's an army of believers waiting for me when I was flying back to mm-hmm. the United States, here from like Porterfield Baptist Church, all throughout like the state of Ohio mm-hmm. and yeah. back home in California. And I was just like, holy smokes, this is, this is phenomenal. Like I don't. Like how do I how do I write about this? You know how do I yeah. how do I share about like my gratitude towards that? And so, entering into it this time, there isn't some overwhelming daunting pressure of like, 
okay, you know, here's the goal. It's more like, all right, well, I'm excited to like meet people that want to join yeah. us. Yeah, it seems like you, you came back with like more fuel for mm -hmm. ministry. Yeah, yeah. which is exactly. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of feels like it's that it's that army of people that are like on our team that really mm -hmm. like keep us going. And mm -hmm. I mean, there's people on that team anywhere from like ten dollars a month to whatever they right. like feel. It mm -hmm. does. It's just it's not like a monetary value. If it's significant, that's significant to them and. Uh, they're just excited to like partner with us and yeah. share prayer concerns and be our buddies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we can, we're happy to post yeah. um, your guys' link to your crew website. Oh, that you. way people can easily access it. Or, But I think what's really special about you guys is you love that personal connection. Like you mm -hmm. want to go mm -hmm. get Mexican or yeah. grab coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is my favorite food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so we'll definitely um, point people your direction if they want to support you guys. Thank we you. love what you guys do. Thank you. Thank now, before you. we wrap up, you guys didn't get these questions, so okay. I have rapid yeah. fire questions yeah, <laughs> for each of you. You'll Sweet. each have individual answers. Okay. So, first one favorite food? Tamales. Breakfast burritos. Favorite movie? Ooh. You know. Forrest Gump. Uh, I like The School of Rock. Oh, Derek loves it. Yeah. Rock. It's a, yeah, it's it's almost it's basically a, it's like a perfect movie. Yeah, I don't, yeah. So, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. All yeah. right, dream travel excursion. Ooh, I oh, there's so many places I would like to go, but Greece seems really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to go to Woodward. It is a skateboarding. Oh, like oh. So it's like where is In that? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> all these, all these right. like different there ramps you and you know, <laughs> so yeah, I just, get to just skate for a go. whole week and uh, yeah. it'd be great. Funny. Yeah. Okay. First word that pops into your head when you describe your spouse. Funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Carly's like stunning. Any words that kind of goes. <laughs> He's her. a romance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Set apart. <laughs> All right, favorite favorite Bible story. Ooh, story. What comes to mind for you? Oh, that that one's that one's way too hard to choose. <laughs> uh, I love I love Paul writing to Timothy, telling him to okay. just like endure. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's a Bible like story, it's the <clears throat> prodigal son. Yeah. But I, okay. Yeah. I think when Jeffrey got sick. I was reading Matthew a lot because Jesus was healing people. Mm -hmm. And so the one that stuck out to me most when I was reading was where there was a like sick man and Jesus like pulled him to the side and like healed him just like the intimate moment that yeah. they got together. So that one's I don't know if you could say favorite, but <laughs> top one right now. Okay, <laughs> this is kind of very related. Favorite mm. Bible character, like if it's different. Mm. So you got all those Old Testament people. Yeah. And of course, you've got mm. your classic New Testament, Paul. Yeah. And... yeah. Or maybe this I should have said least favorite Todd. Bible character. No, no. <laughs> I mean... I feel like Paul is. Yeah, you can't yeah, say Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I did put that on there. You can't say no Jesus. No Jesus. Uh, okay. I imitate Paul as Paul imitates Christ. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I do love 
the Old Testament. So when I think about it, I'm like, Moses obviously comes to mind. But even the first person I thought of was Stephen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, I'm like, David's son. <laughs> He's awesome, too. So There's yeah. so many good ones. Yeah. Also so many bad ones. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you could definitely ones. start a list. Okay, <laughs> last question. Worst pet peeve? Oh. Styrofoam squeaking. <laughs> Easy. Um, where's pet peeve? You probably know better than me. When I interrupt you during your busy time. That's your biggest oh, pet man. peeve. Oh man, is it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I've been driving a lot, so I feel like <laughs> anything driving related feels pet peeve right now. Right now. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a pretty focused person, so when randomly he's like, let's go, change your plans, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, all right, well, thank you guys so much for joining me today on our first yeah. episode. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. yeah. We just appreciate you guys coming out and sharing your story this summer. I know that's that can be really hard. Mm -hmm. um, but we just appreciate yours. It's hard for ministry and Thank for first students in our local area. That's even yeah. you know cool.er So <laughs> thank sweet. you so much for coming and just for having this conversation with us. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This is great. That's so great. Yeah.